Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fairer skin. Doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the car and myself. You see, it's broke, nigga, race them. That's that don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich, nigga, race them. That's that come in, please buy more. What you want? A Bentley, fur coat, a diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same thing. Used to only be niggas. Hey, by playing, spending anything on out. Alexander Wang, new slaves. What's up, y'all? Hello. Parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> Parental advisory. Good moms, bad choices. I'm Erica. I'm Mila. We're back. And we're stoned, so bear with us. <laughs> stoned, angry, and confused. <laughs> Very confused, mostly. How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was fun. Okay, we hung out we, for a bit. For a bit, for a house party. Yeah, I made bad choices. Oh, yeah, it was my daughter's birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm like, we hung out more I'm than like, what did I do this weekend? Oh, yeah, it was, it was like, my daughter's birthday party. It was an epic uh, birthday party at the park. Yeah, Irie had a little birthday party at the park. We had a pinata. We had a really bad magician and tacos. <laughs> And a jumpy house. The tacos were on point, but they weren't vegetarian for someone to, who claims to be vegetarian. He told me he was going to have vegetarian options, and all he had were, like, some a small, like, pot, like, a tiny, like, corner pushed to the side of, I'm like, like grilled vegetables have... that were gone, like, in two minutes. I was like, this okay. how does a vegetarian get chicken, asada, and pork for the party? And I ate four pork tacos. Like, that, you didn't even go slow. You didn't go with chicken. They were so good. I love, like, pork. I do. It's, like, my one thing that's really hard for me to, like, not cheat at being a fake vegetarian. Bacon is good. Ribs are good. My friend took an Instagram, like, a secret Instagram video of me eating the tacos. It was, like, when your friend says she's a vegetarian. She should, because you'd be lying, bitch. (laughs) She's, like, twice a month. (laughs) Look, I'm not a, like, I don't not eat meat because I care about animals. I mean, I like animals, and I care that they're, like, not treated well in the process, but I love meat. It's just, I just feel better not eating it more often. Of course, it's bad for you. We're not supposed to. We're con- I mean, unfortunately, I'm just, we're greedy. It should taste good. Oh, that, it had pineapple in it. It was so bomb. 
You did. She also had adult juice featured at the party. It was a very classy party. I went to any children's <laughs> I party. I always must have adult juice. I thought... I made a big deal about it, too, because, like, baby daddy was like... I was like, I need you to go get the vodka. And he was like, you're really serious about this alcohol. I was like, this is my birthing party. It's for me, too. This is the day I gave birth, and my body was changed forever and mutilated. I, I and I need to celebrate something. Even though besides my beautiful child, and but my beautiful, wonderful, amazing child, but also me, my birthing day. It is your day. I totally agree with that. Like you will never be the same after that. I will celebrate that shit for, forever. Yeah, I think at some point I'll get over it. But no, now, I'll, I'll never. The first get like five years, we have it's. It's really our party, too, because they don't really know what's happening. Forever, it's going to be my party. I mean, she knows, but she's just like, oh, gifts. Right. Friends. Coordinated. Not like I was born today. You know, I entered the, the world, world on this day. It was coordinated well. Thank you. Um, I just have had a long day. I'm tired because I feel like, you know, just one of those days where you just... People are trying to fuck with your energy, and you just are really trying to self-preserve. I feel like that's been my day. It's a testing day, and you're being tested. I'm being tested, yeah, from yeah interesting situations. But on on top of that, watching like this Kanye video really made me feel away and sad because I used to be the biggest Kanye fan. Like he was going to be my husband, my baby daddy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You've always felt that way about him. He was the one. And then he, you know, he dated a few women along the road where I was like, why don't you, why haven't you found me? What about me, though? Wow. (laughs) If only you knew about me. (laughs) (laughs) But then, somewhere along the line, he just, I think it's when his mom died, he just got fucked up. He just got, I don't know, has anyone else seen the Kanye, I don't know if you know what we're talking about, this Kanye video is pretty tragic. I mean, I've known he's been going on this path for a while of just crazy shit. He just says crazy yeah. shit. But this like just took it to a whole other level. I mean, I, I did think he was going on, like, going a little left field. I think he's contradictory in a lot of things that he says. And then this, though, this is the end of my relationship <laughs> with Kanye. I respect him as an artist. He's obviously great at what he does. He's talented. But... You're out of pocket. And I literally, I'm going to be honest, I only listened to a portion of the Charlemagne interview because I kept getting fucking lost. And I wasn't high yet. So it wasn't because of that. (laughs) And um, furthermore, prior to that, Eric has shown me the TMZ interview, which I heard he just showed up because he had something to say. Like he didn't. He just like knocked on their door? Yeah, like, hey, it's me. Well, I don't know. That could be a lie. Yo, it's Kanye. (laughs) He seems like something he would do. Hey, I'm here. I have some shit to say. Anyway. Um, the part of his comments. Did we have that? Yeah. Okay, let's just listen to it. Because I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so wait. Backstory real quick. Kanye recently came out saying he, like, supports Donald Trump and, like, his ideas and in, in, in so many words. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's where this all, that's why this is, this is what this is all. This is, like, the. This is has transpired This is from the that. climax Well, I knew he You know, he posted, that fo- he posted that photo with that hat on, Make America Great Again. And then, like, his friends reached out to him, like, John Legend reached out and said, brother, like, come what, on, what are you doing? No, what you doing? Can we talk? Like, you know better. Like, you have a responsibility. To you know. the community. Right. Whether you like it or not, 
people look to you as, especially as a vocal person that you've been in the past. You right. were the person that went on live TV and said George Bush doesn't, doesn't care about, about, black, black, about black, people. black people, which was a huge thing um, for the black community just to say it publicly because you have you have the you know the outlet to do it. And here's the thing. You're allowed to grow from any moment. That moment was pretty defining, and I thought it was pretty awesome. I thought it was fucking awesome, too. <clears throat> and it's not like, oh, well, you always have to stay that Kanye. But it's like, nigga. You're tripping. <laughs> and I, and then he made a comment which um, on the, the Charlemagne interview, which was like, you know, um, people try to put you in a box, something, something, like um, being about being a hip-hop artist. He's not just a hip-hop artist. He's not just a black man. He's not just this, he's not just that, which I can I can understand. I try to be non-judgmental in the in the thought that like thoughts and beliefs are all planted. Mommy, I'm not I'm not saying that how. You don't need to tell. Close the door. <laughs> she was like, I actually I don't. I don't. She's like, you're right. <laughs> Why did I want that? I just saw the whole process in her brain. Um <laughs> throwing me all off. Um we are like we're conditioned, and there's labels that we associate certain things with. So I, I agree in that in that aspect. But like, yeah, like when you contradict yourself so much, and as much as we'd like to think that, the truth of the matter is, we exist in this real world where I'm a black woman, and when I step out into the world, even if I want to Rachel it and be white, like I, it's, it's not going to work that way because I'm always going to be viewed as a black woman. Right. So and and I and I identify with that a lot because I know what that entails whole you know wholeheartedly. So like for him to say I'm not just that, I get it. But no, Kanye, you are just that, and you are a huge like person in the be community. Be proud of that. Yeah. Be proud of that. Why does it have to be negative? Anyway, let's play this clip real quick because y'all need to hear this shit if you haven't already. Just I feel like one thing is people try to minimize me to artists hip-hop, uh, black community. Yeah, I'm always going to represent that, but I also represent the world. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> Drops the motherfucking mic. I just left in my car. What? Like, I literally still feel like, I just feel like like I got kicked yeah, like, in the what? stomach. That sounds like a choice. My nigga? The comment is so ignorant. That sounds like a choice. That sounds like white privilege. He's... Are you a white? Are you? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, this is the same Kanye, like, get on and leave your ass for a white girl. <laughs> you know, like, there's so many things that he said regarding, like, the truth and so it's not like you don't know what's up, but like you forgot, nigga. You're from Chicago. You you fucking forgot. Like you married, and I'm all you know. I'm all about love is blind and ev- all that. But dog, when your ancestors were getting raped and murdered and mutilated, do you think they were thinking, thinking oh, oh, this is a choice? Do you think that that uh, uh, people would stay enslaved for four hundred years? Because they thought they had choices but and do options. You, do you even recognize? Do you know the mental abuse? The mental abuse that goes on. I, he tried to touch on that after that statement, 
but you can't that statement was so damning and so like it just what did he say after he said that's like mental slave he's he started talking about mental slavery is real and for him to make that comment he's totally he said look it was an insane i'm a black person a black community thing is people try to minimize me to artists hip unity yeah i'm always gonna rep he said black community yeah i'm always gonna represent that but also represent the world you hear about slavery for 400 years for 400 years that sounds like a choice <laughs> like it was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all you know like it's like we're we're mentally in prison i like the word prison because slavery goes di- too too direct to- so okay maybe just by chance possibly maybe he just like missaid it like, he was trying to say that we've been mentally enslaved and that's why we were slaves for so long. Like, that's the only way I can possibly reason what he said without, without like, coming to the realization that, no, this nigga really just said that and means it. I feel like he just publicly, spiritually damned himself. <laughs> I feel like the ancestors are coming for him. They, they, can, they are, like, they are, like, like, digging themselves out. Uh, like, what? They're like, huh? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I feel... Nigga what? He, nigga who? <laughs> I've, I've, he he's obviously forgotten where he's come from. He's living this life and this insane lifestyle with an insane family, with just extremes in every aspect of his life. He has he's lost touch with, really- with reality. <laughs> Which is why, even in the Charlemagne interview, he kept talking about he was talking in a stream, like the stream of consciousness, because like a prophet. Almost, yes, and that's why it's so sad because he's su- like he's an insane narcissist, is what I'm I've gathered. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he talks about President Obama leaving, asking him to come for a charity, but then having to leave before he saw him perform. Like my nigga, you agreed to perform at a charity. He's the president. <laughs> he has shit to do. He can YouTube it if it's like what you felt offended. That the president didn't stay tuned to watch your f- fucking performance? You're definitely a narcissist. And then he even discusses... Well, when he talks about this stream of consciousness, like he's fucking Gandhi, and he always refers to himself as a genius and needs to be this genius. He needs to... He wants to be, like what he always would say, what he said in the last few speeches, his last rants, that he wants to be Walt Disney. Oh, And, yeah. like... Not that that's not possible. It's not and that confidence I, is key. I'm all about it. But was Give Walt me. Disney going around talking about I'm going to be this or that? Yeah. And you have to t- remind people who you think you're, you, you, you you're are. comparable to. That's not genius, my nigga. There's some insecurity. You, you, there, you, yeah. He does have genius talent. He Obviously, does. he's very but successful. But it doesn't need to be spoken. And all it's not even like, okay, well, you should then just be quiet about your... No, it's just like... There's a, there's be a, humble. Yeah. Nigga, sit down. And listen... And listen to what the fuck you're saying, because you sound dumb. So even as like a real to me a real like a real leader, a real person of Walt Disney, like I, I believe wholly like you got to be able to take advice and you got to be able to be the student and be the teacher. Like somebody who thinks they know everything is unable to continue to learn, and that makes you stunt your growth. And that he just it's just so fucking ridiculous. It's so and. I'm so grateful for the one cool black guy at TM fucking Z because everybody knows the other two white black people there aren't that cool. 
And there's only two, so I know you guys know what I'm talking about. So, like, thank God, because he got in that ass. And what so everybody's been wanting to say, regardless, like, nigga, you're tripping. You're losing yourself. Yeah. Can Get we, back to it. Let's play what he said, because I was so... I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Like, like for him to come off the cuff and break Kanye's narcissism down bullshit. and bullshit ass ideas down in, in like less than 30 seconds. Seriously. That's all I have to say. Okay. So, um, okay. What is his name? Van Lathan. Van Lathan. Okay. Here we go. Do you feel that I'm being free? That's Kanye talking. I actually... I actually Family don't thing. think you're thinking anything. <laughs> I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that is because, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real-world, real-life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed, I'm appalled, and brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. A fucking men. Somebody say hallelujah in the church. What? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. In the oh. In the words of Cardi. <laughs> oh, crap. Literally. Like, what are you talking about? Are you the fuck are, are you, you talking, talking about? about? Like, yeah, I don't think you're the, thinking the fuck I at all. I think you're that you fucking mindless. don't have any thoughts. <laughs> I think sometimes you sound like you know what you're talking about, but then when you say shit like this, it reminds me you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I think that you are so privileged that you just say whatever the fuck you want to say and without then, any thoughts. And then sweeping it under the carpet by saying, I'm a genius, I'm Walt Disney, and then no one's supposed to question the fact that you're batshit fucking crazy. Take your meds, Kanye. Period. <laughs> Take your meds. I... I'm I'm good. I'm good. She is. So then, when we were watching, the, we tried, attempted to watch the long interview that he did with Charlemagne. I couldn't even stay focused. I felt like I had ADD watching his ADD. Yeah, case. because even his sentences. First of all, I know a lot of people. I know people who have conversations that way, and it starts to bring me in mind of those people. And I'm like, those people have problems. Like, I've, I've felt like, oh, this is not... What you're saying is making absolutely no sense. You keep bigging up yourself in this almost delusional manner. Unfortunate for Kanye, he's so successful. So he does make millions of dollars. He is crazy talented. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the truth is, artists are usually batshit crazy. Right. So in his defense, you know, you're weird, but you need to chill on the black community comments because you're tripping. And it's just so disappointing, I think, too. Like, like he's morphed into... For someone to be so conscious... He was such a beacon of hope for black people at one point. That Bush, like you said, that Bush comment was so profound. I don't even... Like, it was so profound. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be that person. And then from there to now, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, I don't... I don't even and know. I, and I can't say it's like publicity or anything like that. It's like... It's either, like, he literally has some mental illness happening, which I think, yes. Two, he's he is so traumatized by his fame and success. Yes. And has let so many of life's obstacles beat him down. He's not very resilient, unfortunately. Yes. He's sensitive. And that, you know what? On high- and that's okay. But you can't, especially because you have so many blessings and you've always, you've had them for so long at this point. Like It's your responsibility to give back. I mean, I think to give back in a positive way and to in, in an aware way and to in a re- realistic way. And on t- if this, and if, say, let's say this is all for publicity because I don't put shit past these Kardashian, like, the, no. the machine that is Then he's them. a machine and I don't respect that either. But I'm just saying, if this is, which it seems very ironic that he has all these opinions now that his out, like, he has mu- music dropping and albums dropping and all these albums he's working on, Nas and blah, blah, blah. Like, it seems real convenient that Kanye has been silent all this time and he has some shit he needs some attention for and he's using this as a way to get it and that just makes it so dirty and predictable for the family that he has become attached himself to you know like the Kardashians are no stranger to creating having no morals and just creating a, a, a fucking media storm off some bullshit that most families would never try it's, to capitalize on yeah because it's dirty or it's and I don't even talk about the sex tape. I just mean just in general, just the shit, divorce, all types of stuff, children that they they use as almost pawns to their rise to the top. As long as they know personally, they have, I'm sure, I, I can imagine. I Are you I, mad at that? Okay, so, I mean, is that, is that only, bad? Only because <laughs> they, whether they like it or not... They are. They have, Influ- they have a responsibility to the public. They no people like kids look up to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah, look up to yeah. them. Yeah, no, no, no. Why wouldn't you want to be, be that? Yeah. Okay, so like obviously, if you claim to be too, they try to claim to be right. this and be, that. Be, be you know who what you I mean? Are. I do agree with that. Like, don't don't pretend to be Mother Mary. And in reality, everybody knows peace, love, right. posting like spiritual quotes and shit, and talking about your blah, whatever the fuck. You, just 
be you, the exploitive person you are. Right. Say yes, I am. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, I agree. Take but responsibility. Don't hide under sheep's clothing. Yeah, I don't like that. Be who you are, but don't don't pretend to be this wholesome. Da, da, da. But then, you're but really... that's why, like, if this he, if he, but especially Kanye, like, if he's using this Donald Trump thing, he knows the politics are hot. He knows people are feel like their lives are in danger. I mean, and... then get a PR move. But it's still no. I mean, I think he's going to lose a lot. I think he's going to lose mostly than he's going to win. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to lose a lot. That's the fucked up part about this whole situation is that I think that Nobody it's going to work. I think that his album's going to sell more than ever because yeah. people want to know, people want to are... see what he's going to say because he released that. Did you hear that song? He that fake song he released. No, how does Girl. it go? How does it go? Oh my god! Really? People, he's like new song like. New, like, snippet from my song, like, it's gonna be wild, this verse is crazy. And then it was like, scoopity poop poop ba doop, scoop, scoop poop, poopity scoop doop, doopity so crazy. Like, nigga, that's exactly what he's it was. He's so crazy. You know, he's a, he's a crazy mofo. What can we say? <sighs> I used to love him. I used to think he was so. Sexy. I did too, I did too. You could, like, uh, what's the guy's name who responded in TMZ? Van Lathan. You can, like, Van Lathan now. Van Lathan. Who needs Kanye when you could, like, Van? Vanny, come on my show, boo-boo. Honestly, can, please, can you hang out with us? Vanny. Because <laughs> I felt you. Let's I really felt talk about, at that Let's moment, talk about that it. Let's talk about it. Because this shit right here is just a hot-ass mess. Speaking of hot-ass messes. Are we, <laughs> whatever. Well, speaking of hot-ass messes, we also watched the Rachel... Dolezal? Dolezal. Dolezal, right? I watched Dolezal. it for an hour and I don't know the bitch's name. Dolezal. Dolezal. I've been saying Dolezal. I thought it was Rachel Dolezal. Whatever. The Rachel Divide on Netflix about, you know, Rachel, who <laughs> was the president of the NAACP in Spokane, uh, Washington, and was claiming to be black, but come to find out she was white. <laughs> so basically... Basically, we'll, we'll we'll take you, Rachel. Yeah, we trade we we trade Kanye. So we we trade Kanye for Rachel. Look, I, I Rachel's problematic in so many fucking Wait, ways. Rachel's crazy so too. So many ways. She's definitely more beneficial to the black community. She she loves us. She, she loves wants to, to be win, yeah. involved in the po- in a positive manner, and she she wants to represent the black community, not just the world, Kanye, because <laughs> she sees she knows that people see her as black first. So Rachel, sadly enough, had a really sad upbringing, which was, like, super cray. And as a result, she was fucked up like the rest of us. <laughs> you know, like... She had, like, oh, more. yeah. yeah like, just more. Basically, she uh, had... They had a... She had a... Uh, her mother had a very hard birth with her and apparently held it against her her whole because, life. Because the parents were very Christian. Her parents were very, 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 very traditional Christian they shunned her in her opinion her whole life because of her painful the painful birth that she brought they thought it was like a sign of satan later in her childhood like when she was in her teens i guess the very square christian family started adopting kids and they started adopting black kids because it was cheaper and easier to get but they were raising them basically like white kids they didn't have any acknowledgement that they were black no contact with black people just Images, nothing, and it was even like the newspaper, like fam- so the Dolezal family adopts, adopts another colored African, kid. yeah. <laughs> so um, she she felt the responsibility to research herself 
for her siblings, read them black books, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess in that process became very fond of the African-American culture. And always felt inside that she was black. And basically... What happened? So then, so she moves out. So she moved out, and then apparently the family was uh, abusive, abusive, and justified it like with Jesus. Yeah, they, like the, the the wife and her parents were abusing the black children, and they come later on. She ended up adopting one of her brothers, and who was the youngest of the adopted children, I guess. So she may have been like in the pictures, like sixteen. What happened to the other ones? They didn't even mention. No, them. they probably don't f with her because. Who knows why? Because there was two other. Maybe they're, she's they're brainwashed. I don't know. Because so there was so she has a sister who's black, who's an adoptive sister, and then the youngest she adopted as her son. So she had a biracial child, and then she got custody of her the youngest adopted sibling brother brother, and then who's and now then, her son? Who's now her son? And she says that at that point, once she adopted him, because there was I guess the father she had divorced the the husband at that time. So she wouldn't have to explain to people why he looked brown and the first son looked obviously biracial. She went ahead and started to identify self. She says this self identifies African Americans, so there would be less questions. She didn't want people asking her why. She just started. <laughs> so she figured. Um, so she just started putting like these weird braids. Girl, Rachel's hair was laid, minus them edges that were torn. <laughs> she's she's corrupted her edges. However, Corrupt. her synthetic braiding and dreading and weaving and wick skills are uh, pretty versatile. I'm not going to lie. And also, we've learned many things about Rachel throughout the documentary, which people may have not know, and it's you need to know. She also, <laughs> which took me and Erica by you know major surprise, and it will too. She also, um, in addition to her African studies. She um, also is a hairstylist of ethnic African hair. She has a sign. She has a sign. Mm -hmm. And she made a point, I quote (laughs) in the film, (laughs) I wish we could play this part. She says, I may have lost friends with this scandal, but I didn't lose any hair clients. (laughs) That's what's paying the bills right now, my hair clients. Which, I mean... She's it's pretty fucking impressive. And as she was doing this, she was braiding like a uh, a woman's hair. Like she was braiding, she was doing some individuals like, and adding like hair, hair to it. Yeah. So I mean, this comes back to the fact that like maybe like creative geniuses are crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay, because I have to say her art was pretty fucking amazing. So uh, okay, also what we learned about Rachel is yeah. that she's an a painter, um, an like amazing, mixed media artist, an amazing painter. <laughs> I mean, even of, like, beautiful African, black... All of her art is African. <laughs> now that I think of it, I don't know if I saw anyone else. In, but it's it's beautiful. Like, it's high... Like, she should be an artist. I don't know what the fuck she's been doing all this time. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Whether she's black or white or other, that artwork... So she was complaining this whole time that she can't find a job in, you know... What Spokane, she's, right. In Spokane. For, like, she was an educator. I think she was... A, teacher at Howard, right? Or no, was she, she was a student at Howard. She was a student at Howard, and then, but she was an ed, like African-American studies, studies teacher, teacher professor. professor, and obviously very passionate about, you know, just everything African and black. She was the head of the NAACP in, in Spokane, Washington. She was complaining about not being able to, like, um, work in that profession anymore. Because of her name. Because of her name and because people think that she's crazy. But, girl, you have 
amazing oh, you talent. You have a whole, you have a whole other career. You're you're not watering at this very moment. Like bitch can really, 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 right, draw. really, really paint. <laughs> like bitch can really paint. Like wow, wow, that you did that, Rachel. I'm, I'm like so mad that that's like what stuck with us the most. I mean, we were so impressed. It was the most important of the film. I mean, also it was. Also, I low key wanted one of those pieces. I know. There was this one. I was like, can someone tell this bitch to get a, start an Instagram with the paintings? Like, <laughs> goddamn. No, but on some real shit, I mean, this, that Rachel, like, that movie just, I don't know, like, I, 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 there was a part of me that wanted to feel bad for her, but then, like, there were so many times where, it was, like, the small, tiny, like, I want to feel bad for her, it was, like, really, really small, but then every time that started to grow a little bit, some dumb shit would happen. Like, her, basically, they did, they could, I don't know if they ever really proved it, but her planting, hate crime male. Okay, well, they tried to imply, so this is where it, all, it, it was birthed. She was the, the uh, NAACP president. Um, apparently, she was really successful. But also, apparently, there was some hate mail getting sent to her that was um, basically trying to threaten her. Because of her race. Her black race. Because she com- was so a black... She was identifying as a black woman. Come to find out, there were only two people who had access to that mailbox. Herself... And one other person. So the thought, the, the possibility that she, in fact, could have been planting it against herself was an option. And that's what started the investigation. And then it comes, that's when it came to find out that uh, the actual, you know, local police then asked her publicly, are your parents white? And that's what sparked the entire. And that's when she ran off camera. Ran off camera. Um <laughs> In the documentary, however, I will say, they do have um, facts that point that it could go either way. Um, this woman says that there had been, there had been like racial, racial, racial tension in that city um, before, and it wouldn't have been completely outrageous if someone, if someone had planted it. Someone else says... Had planted it or sent it? You mean sent it to had, so, had someone actually sent it. Uh-huh. And then someone else said, who was in the NAACP... Katara Johnson... To be exact. She said, I ain't never witnessed that much hate mail from anyone ever <laughs> in the whole past five years. So it was... A, she said Rachel got the most hate mail. <laughs> yes. But fact remains is, because you said this before the film came on, is what if there was someone within the office, Katina, whatever her name is. Katara. Katara, who she was pissing off, and then... Maybe Katara had the key. Who knows? Outed it. Outed it. And said, you know, this bitch don't even, I don't think this bitch is black. And started doing some research. And then, you know, it could, it could have gone a lot of ways. So, but then they were saying, like, she was helping the community a lot, doing all these things. So there's a possibility that maybe she was starting doing too much and maybe someone else was, someone was out for her. But then they also said that there was a portion of the movie that did not sit well with me, and she was doing some kind of speech in the community and with a megaphone, and she had some black boys laid on the ground, two of which were her sons, brother, son, one, real son, Like two. the ones where you draw around. Yeah, like you draw like a, a murder scene. And she has a speech like, my sons are laying here. Because it represents... I mean, I don't know what the fuck she was talking about, but I could tell... Like, she her, was just basically saying that like so many black men are killed in... like. More, so many black men are killed for senseless acts and she was using her sons as a prop to show the example them lying on the floor surrounded by chalk like you would at a crime scene using them as that example as a white woman who is identifying as a black woman on a megaphone there's just something wrong with that picture it does once you hear the interviews from the boys who don't seem 
much interested at all in her cause or in like her bullshit. It seems like I can't imagine them them willingly landing. It almost her. seems like the older one is more is more like indebted to her. In, like in, indebted and also like maybe understands her more than her actual biological son. Right, because her biological keep, son is like, Why the fuck do you keep do you going do, on TV? Why are you writing a book? Why do you keep trying to, to, to prove to these people, like, just just stay the fuck at home and chill out. And just say you're white, because that's what you yeah, are. Yeah, she literally says, just say you're white. And at the end, it hurts me because the son is super intelligent, he's super fed up, and it, it makes her seem like she's... Careless. It makes her seem, no, it makes her seem like she really needs and wants attention, which she probably does. Well, even watch, so, the, throughout the documentary, too, like, sorry, throughout the documentary, too, she... She documents things like, like, like hate, like bananas being left on her windshield mm-hmm. and nooses being left like on her lawn, she, and like a person was walking by and left their like gun uh, registration, her gun registration on her lawn, like all these threats that she claims to be no, having. No, my favorite threat was my favorite threat of all. She took a picture of the crib because she was also pregnant within the documentary and gives birth in the documentary. She has a picture of the crib with the window next to it and says, someone just yelled through the window. I don't know. Something she, about Langston. Yeah, Langston Hughes. Because she named her son. She named her newborn son. Langston. Langston Hughes. Langston. Not, after Langston Hughes. But it's like, you are feeding into it by... She wants people to know about these alleged hate crimes. <laughs> and I'm not saying that they're, they couldn't possibly be true. But I'm sure black people now, are they view her as a target because they're angry. They're angry that like you didn't have to experience any of the shit that you really experienced as a black person. And you just want to be black and like, and she basically she says I don't have to, I I get it. She's basically saying I get it, and I have went through some abuse by way, my parents. But the way that she says she gets it is by having hate crimes happen to her. But uh, yeah, which, but uh, and also I, I get black people. There's so many levels to this bullshit. It's like you can, like you are basically depicting the stereotypical thought like. I will admit, at least she don't try to, like, act, like, talk like this. She's not doing all that, but, like, the hairstyles. I mean, Girl, bitch got a hair wrap down better than Mila's hair wrap right I now. Today I wrapped my hair, and I was like, damn, I wish this bitch Rachel had a tutorial because <laughs> this one's not popping like hers. Her Ra- head wraps were, like, Rachel, advanced. Rachel, you need to just start a YouTube <laughs> with your hair stylings. And your art. And your, your art and your hair wraps. I mean, honest to God, you are just wasting all that energy on some bullshit when you could be fostering your real talent, black or white or whatever. When you're making paintings and hair wraps, nobody cares. But oh yeah, she black. She black. <laughs> yeah, like no, nobody. Oh yeah, this um, black skin black woman on YouTube. She white girl. I don't care. She got my hair laid. She, and she had so many her wigs. I mean, she honestly could have. Like if she told me she was mixed, just she, I would have been, I would have believed her, even though she looks white as hell. Now that I know she's not, I'm like, that she's right. kind of oddly. She's she got booty. She yeah, has like fuller lips. lips. Her nose, no, is a her lips wider. are not full. Her, oh, no. her nose is wide though. Her nose is a little wider. Yeah, she does have small. The lips. truth is, bitch might be black. I don't know why she didn't just send her ancestry into ancestry.com <laughs> because she might have come back four percent, and we could left her the fuck alone. I'm Rachel. We have lots of good advice for you, and I hope you're Rachel. Friend. Have you taken ancestry today? <laughs> I'm sure you had at least an eight percent chance, and then we'll leave it. Come on. One day, you know, it's that one drop rule. It is. Okay, so my other issue... Okay, this is also how you know that she was kind of like an intention-hungry little bitch. She 
had a lawsuit with how she she went to Howard. This situation like pissed me off. She must have had. They didn't really touch this on this in the documentary, which I wish they had about her lawsuit to Howard for being a white woman. I don't even know what the fuck that was. Anyway, her uh, brother's son is um, applying there for law school, and she's he's ba- basically they went on a tour. Yeah, with the cameras, obviously, and. She, he discusses with her, you know, people are already making comments about you being there, and um, it's obviously there's a tweet about him not getting into the law school because of his association with his mother's sister. She then posts a picture, which, of him at Howard, my son hopefully chooses Howard, Howard. Law School. Like, bitch, you, ju- you sued Howard as a white woman. Now you're on their campus, and you're taking a photo with your... With your brother's son. And you're documenting a document. And you're with a documentary, <laughs> documentary crew. And you're posting it. And you think you're not going to get backlash? And you're she's hurt again. Now she's a victim again. And, she's a victim. And she's trying to be low-key for her kid. Which leads me her to believe kid, you're not. Her kid wanted her to be low-key. And she was so, so high-key. Like, she was like... It I, makes me feel like she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't. She cares about She really cares about this... A supposed cause. She like. I feel like her excuse to be like, I just want to live my life. Everyone else posts on Facebook, bitch. You're not everyone else. You, you were fa- you were outed as as a woman who lied. Okay, transracial. Let's talk about transracial because that's what she identifies with. Which, well, as I was watching this documentary, first of all, transracial is a term I just became privy to. It's because it's new, bitch. Yes, it's new, and now she's using it as if she's known what the fuck this meant the whole time. Bitch probably just found out what transracial meant, and now she's like, "Yeah, that's me. I'm transracial. I don't, I don't identify by my given race, my my <laughs> assigned race, you know." And it's just like, "Well, shit. Like, if we're gonna go down that path where you can be transracial and you can be trans and you can be, it's just like at this point, it's like we, can, I could be anything at this point." Bitch, I'm a poodle right now. I try to be very, I am a poodle. I try to be open <laughs> spiritually, you know, like in my, like, I really try to be open-minded because I am. And, you know, the possibilities are endless. Who fucking knows? What does it mean? And this was thought, this was said in the film, like, what does it mean to be black? What does it mean to be white? Well, it said, it said, why can't I live how I feel? Or but how do you how feel, you white? feel oh, is more powerful than how you were born. Or that society has put, which is, it's true. Society race. has created race. Society created race to, because it's so important for our minds for some reason to be able to identify people and like draw label, lines yeah. and label things. Like the humor. Which I agree with and obviously I'm a product of that because this shit don't make no motherfucking sense to me. I'm trying to be open because I'm. I've, I try to be open in so many aspects of my life, like you know, being open to the, like understanding the trans community and everything that comes with that. Because it's it's something that if you're not part of that community, it can be very confusing, and you have to educate yourself. So I've educated myself in that way, and it's like okay, well now I have to educate myself in this transracial thing, which just seems. It just seems a little bit more absurd to me. It just doesn't... I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, there's a lot of shit I don't understand, but I don't, I don't understand her, what, A, saying first, you know, what is race? Race was created. We are the, all the human race. And then saying... I'm black. Yeah. Then saying... I, I, I don't see myself identifying with Caucasian, like, as a white woman ever or any time in the future. 
So if you're claiming I'm just, it's human race, I don't identify, so then what makes you identify with the black communities particularly? What do you, what do you, what makes you, what? I thought you just said that I, there's no such thing thing as race, but yet you identify with them. And I think my biggest problem with that as a black woman is that, unfortunately, the truth of it is, it does come with a major stigma. And there is a lot of shit that comes with that the reality of it, of actually being a black woman. And for you to just step in and be like, this is what I am, yes, there's a lot of things that you never had to put up with or deal with. So you sound dumb. You can walk in this world and bounce back on either side of the line. Right. Uh, no one else has that option. We're, right. We, we may not even make it to the option to do anything. Right. Uh, but, however, on the contrary, it's like, who the fuck are we to say, like, a, who, who really gives a fuck? She's not doing any harm to me. But who are we to say, like, if we can say Bruce can be Bruce or Bruce could be Caitlyn. Yeah. Then why can't, you know, Ra- Rachel. Oh, Rachel be awesome. Uh, Wait, what, what was the name? Aust- Rachel changed her name, by the way. Um, oh, my God. Like, Niobe. Niobe. Neo- Niobe. Nia, Niobe. It was like Niobe. Like, some shit she heard in Lion King or Yo, something. She- it was literally like Nairobi. That was the end of the movie. I almost forgot because I was so high and tired. But she, at the end, went to the to, DMV. To the DMV or wherever the fuck you go to legally change, change her, her name, name to, to some. some African name. Maybe, well, I, I get it because she wasn't getting no work as Rachel Dolezal anymore because people know that name and they're like, oh, uh uh-uh. uh. We ain't hiring her for our African American studies. <laughs> um, so maybe Naomi. Kajobi will be hired. I would hire her. I would hire her too. And then I'd be, be like, like, oh, she light skinned shit. Talk, uh, talk about that. Which is a whole other thing because light skinned people, I mean, me, I'm a light skinned person. I don't, honestly, I don't encounter the same things that my, you probably right, encounter. Right, you know what right. I mean? And that's. And, yeah, and people probably even feel more comfortable. This is my And question. that's just. That's just the reality. The reality of it. Yeah. Yes, I've encountered racism. You've probably encountered more racism as a darker black woman, period. And because of that in itself that she identifies, she almost, she identifies as a black woman, but people look at her and if they believe she's black, they look at her as a light-skinned black woman. So that in itself is already like hard problematic, but then on top of it, you're not actually even black. She even referred to herself in the film when discussing her first marriage. She says, I think he married me because I was a trophy wife. A whitey. She was like referring to that man's self hate in marrying her. She was calling herself a whitey, and that she was calling him out for marrying her for that reason. Which is (laughs) the way she talked about white people. She has so much self hate. But I think (laughs) this is actually a very. She has so much self hate. That's what this comes down to. Is she has so So much self hate because her parents fucked her up, fucked her up, didn't show her love, didn't make her feel accepted. I mean. I'm sure there's so many more factors I don't even know no. about. That it's just like, this. I think the root of this is just self-hate. So it, much that but, you need to identify with something totally but, opposite. But of, that goes to show, that goes even for, there's a lot of black people in the black community who hate themselves so much. These goes for a lot of like black men. Even my friends have come across who talk shit about dating black women. I'm like, dog, you don't like yourself. Right. I've, I've come around a lot of black women, too, who say sh- weird shit. Like, I don't date black guys. I don't fuck with them. They're this. They're like, like, bitch, you're wearing blue contacts. You hate yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more, it happens regularly in the black community because a, oh yeah, slavery. Oh that yeah. That we chose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
according to Kanye. But we've been implanted with this self-hate for hundreds of years. So honestly, it's, it's psychologically deeply rooted in us for a billion years. There's things that black people say that I'm like, oh my God, I, you're so ignorant. I don't want to be your friend. But like, not ri- like just so many things. So when we see it happen in the white community, because there's privilege that comes with that, we're it's so unfamiliar. We're like, what is this? What's going on? Who are you? Why are you lying? Well, you get a black girl every day who'll be like, oh, I'm part um, Native American, German, <laughs> French, Puerto Rican. It's like, no, bitch, you're black. This okay. This my that sounds bad. This is my problem with all black people wanting to, like, break down their shit. It's like, okay, maybe I have some issues because whatever, but it's like, we're all mixed. It's called slavery. We were getting raped by all types of people. So, for the most part, we don't really know that. So, I choose to identify as an African-American woman because that's what I'm viewed as. So, it irks me. But we see self-hate in the black community a lot. We never see it in the white community. And so, it's just... Foreign. It's foreign. We're like, will you hate yourself? But you bitch, you want to be us? Bitch, you can get away with so many things. Bitch, you want to be black of all the things? <laughs> this shit hard. But why? <laughs> but why, Rachel? Why? <laughs> I, I was low-key, like, disappointed. Like, bitch can braid hair. <laughs> bitch can tie hair. Like, her hair wraps well. She's staying up for the community. I, she, she had faux locks at one point. She's doing more for the community than I'm sure I've done in my whole lifetime. And that's a... Sh- I feel shamed. She's doing more for... She's doing more than Kanye. Okay. <laughs> That's she, why we traded her. She knows more about our my our culture than I'm probably that I guarantee than I do. 100%. You know what happened? Kanye was raised black. I don't know what happened to him, but then he got taken in by a rich, wonderful white family, and now he's gone the other way. So it's basically the same thing in opposite places. So this whole episode is basically <laughs> about self hate <laughs> and mental illness, and that I mean we're all kind of crazy. We are, but I... There's levels. I don't know, like... Ugh, Rachel, like... Look, I just feel like... Watching her with... Okay, first of all, watching how sad her kids were was mm-hmm. really sad. And as a mother, I'm just like... There's nothing in you that's like... I get that you have to live your truth. But when your truth is affecting your children so negatively, you might have to reevaluate your truth. Is this is this is my truth right? Is this the truth or is this a lie? Or am I is, is there something wrong? wrong? What, yes. How, what am I? And I feel like off camera, her son was like, "You need to get a grip with reality." Her youngest son was like, "Why do you have to write this book? Why do you have to do this? Why did you post that on Instagram?" Mom? Yeah. You just told me like you're annoyed and this pisses you off, and now you're posting about it. And she said like social media, like she can't stop social media, like she has a social media addiction. Yeah. Like he. It, it, made, it it didn't lessen my respect that she wasn't respecting that her son, who seems super smart, was uh, super affected by. It. Oh my god, talk about the barber shop. Oh my god. So then, so it was like towards the beginning of the movie and they were in the car and she was like, I'm not going in this time. I thought they were going to like the fucking PTA meeting. Like, I'm not going in this to time. Church. No, I can't do it. I, I, I just, all the questions, all the pressure. I can't, I'm not going. I was like, where the fuck are they going? So my nigga. <laughs> they pull up and, 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 and her, her oldest son, Bren, brother son is like, okay, it's cool. I think he was like, don't come, <laughs> And then the youngest one was like, mom, I really want you to come. Please come. Come on, mom, come. And then they zoom out, and it's the barber shop. <laughs> and immediately, I like burst out laughing because I'm like, oh my God, they're being raised by a white woman because there's She's no... She's afraid. Turn that toy, the Peppa Pig toy. Okay, one second. 
I reshare. Uh, I was like, there's no, like, little black, like, black boys 15 plus don't need their mamas to go to the barbershop with them. That's like, going, that's, no like going, that's like your mama going and sitting in school with you. The barbershop is like a place for, yeah, right, for right. men and boys right. where they bond. That's their man shit. They don't right. want their mother Mom, there. Right, right. I was like, wow. Right. Immediately, I was like, Shut she white. She white. This is where the cracks start to show. Right, like, <laughs> you need to take your ass in there and shut up. I'll be out here waiting. Like, I'll be back in 15 minutes. Got it. Right. Oh, my God. I just, I don't know. I just. Limitless. People's thoughts and ideas are limitless. And um, maybe she's just, they say this in the film, too, like, maybe she's just before her time. What I also thought was really interesting was, <laughs> so obviously the film's, filmed over a period of time so she talks about her father who she kept referring to in the media as her father this black man albert right um her father had taken a break from her (laughs) yeah after all this happened her dad her father figure her father figure had taken a break from her um because I'm, i'm sure he was bombarded with media you know he's an older black man so later, after she goes work to the baby, apparently he, he said he took, he had to take some time for himself, but he came to the conclusion that, you know, her heart was in the right place, and, you know, basically it's her business, how she, how she identifies, and who is he to say that she doesn't feel that way, which I thought for a 70, 80-year-old man... Was pretty progressive. Was very progressive, very open. He said they bonded because, um, because of their, their love for civil rights, yeah, and yeah, and, Amer- and African American history, and that um, he was in, it was endearing for her to rec- to call him her father, and he took some time off, but I guess he figured, what the hell, I ain't doing no harm to nobody. He had no kids, so this is baby. <laughs> oh, he didn't have any. Kids? I don't think so. I think he said that, like he didn't have. Any oh, kids. he didn't have kids of his own. She loves me, you know. You know, I was talking about this. I was talking to you about this earlier about like just. What you identify with, because I mean, for me as a biracial um, woman, I have always mostly I would to be perfectly honest, I've mostly identified as a black woman. I also identify as Latina because it is a part of my life. But being black has always been the stronger I don't know the stronger feeling and constant in my mind and my heart um I was gonna say do you think that's cause uh, do you think that's cause like that's how you think people have viewed you because obviously you're primarily raised by your like your Latina I think it's a mixture of a lot of things some of them fucked up because mm-hmm. I think because I am half black and I've, I feel like like I was telling you about colorism within the black community and always having to prove that I'm black and like be black enough has made me be more attached to being black mm. Being Latina, I've never had that fight. Right, right, right. People are like more like when I tell like a Mexican or Guatemalan or El Salvadorian that I'm uh, Mexican, yeah. they embrace me. They don't try to they don't try to question it. Right, right, right. Whereas a lot of I found a lot of questioning within my own community of what I am, which I think is probably why I've gravitated towards identifying as a black woman more because I'm like trying to prove. It's almost like a, it's a proof, yeah. but also that I I love I love I love being black. Right, you know and. Um, so I was saying to you, like, okay, so but okay, so I'm half black, but then there's other women that are half black and half white, and they mostly identify as white because maybe where they grew up, maybe they didn't grow up around black people, maybe their parents, maybe they were adopted, maybe who knows what whatever circumstance it is, and then like, is that wrong? 
Because they're identifying as white. Does that mean that they're transracial? Does that mean that they're confused? Because that's what they identify with? I don't think it's wrong. I think that a lot of cases... Or is that... A, I mean, it's offensive. It can be... It's offensive if I was but a then it's half real. black person. If I, I am a half black person. <laughs> and I identified as white... Uh, black people would be very offended by that, right? You know, right. whereas if I'm a and and black and white people would wouldn't care, wouldn't care you know. Whereas yeah. I'm a half black woman and I identify as a black woman, you know, white people don't care either. They don't care either way, right, pretty right, much. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? But the black but the black community would have such an opinion about that. So I just like wondering, like, this, how like, what are the with these lines of transracial and the idea of transracialism? <laughs> Um, it that's where it gets really confusing. Could you have me. a transracial friend? <laughs> I know somebody who does. <laughs> you know a transracial person? Well, she doesn't know she's transracial, <laughs> but I view her as transracial because she is in denial of her blackness. Oh, she's in denial. She's in denial of her black. She doesn't identify as a black woman. It's not that she doesn't say she's black, but it's not like she's uh, she she doesn't get it. She'll be like, I'm Native American. <laughs> is she black? She's mi- very mixed. She looks. Like, there's definitely some black in her, but she, you can tell that there's some other shit But she, she, oh, okay. That kind of, I mean. Even in her, okay, this sounds so shallow. Even in her Instagram description. I hate that. I it hate says white and Native American. Okay, and the, no black? No. Okay, okay. Let's it's, talk about it, She recently changed it, but it's. No, no. Yeah. I'm happy you brought that up, because <laughs> that is a pet peeve of mine. I literally hate that shit, because. Oh God! I don't. I don't know why. Like, first of all, I think that only black people do that. You only see black people really or mix black people like Puerto Rican, Native American. What the fuck kind of? We only have like seventy characters. That's what's important. You fucking morons. <laughs> I know black people who like are Puerto Rican, but literally don't know shit about Puerto Rico. Don't know <laughs> one fucking lick of Spanish. Never been there. Don't know that side of their family. But they got, like, the Puerto Rican flag tattooed. (laughs) And it's, like, cool. But, like, this is my issue. If I know your upbringing and I know you don't have any real knowledge or association in that and you're, like, clinging to it because you think that is more, like, beautiful or acceptable because that's the issue in the black community. Putting it on your fucking bio. Even I really dislike the hashtag mixed baby. (laughs) mixed kid like I have two friends that are black and constantly I see the mixed babe mixed babies hashtag hashtag and I'm sure they're light skin they got green eyes but I know them but how about that <laughs> we can look at you and know we you, got it you mix yeah right like <laughs> I'm just gonna scroll down like, got it but my like it is a pet peeve of mine because for black people there's such a lack of pride it's so it represents so much ignorance to me. It really hurts me because it's so amazing to be black. And of course, we've been a fucked up history, and we've been fed a lot of fucked up things. And of course, like when you come to your like the first thing you learn in school about being black, we are black, so resilient. We are. We're still here. We're still here doing great, amazing things despite all these years of destruction and fucked upness. Who could continue? But literally, what was I gonna? Oh, fuck! What was I gonna say? 
It's it's just insane. It's insane. The mixed hashtag. The mixed hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. And I'm like, am I just like an angry black woman? Like, am I not giving them their space to be mixed? Because maybe I'm angry. Like, I need to do my DNA test so I can put it on. Like, I know. Well, it's not I would that. say that as a biracial woman, if you want to get technical with it, like, I, I am mixed with different things. And so, like, for me, I speak Spanish. You know, my grandmother's Mexican. My mother, my grandfather was Portuguese Irish. He, I don't really, honestly, it's interesting. I'm not sure what he, how he identified. He's to the Spanish. world, he looks white. No, he was Irish Portuguese. So he, but he didn't like grow up in Portugal. You know what I mean? His father was born in Portugal. I don't think he even spoke Portuguese. And he then, grew up in LA. Your grandfather? Like in the Bay, mm-hmm. the Bay Area. So, I mean, back then, it's such a different Because your mom even looks like... She, she my, looks, people think my mom's Middle Eastern. Or what? Yeah. Or like Persian. Yeah, your mom doesn't necessarily look like a Mexican woman. Like a, like a stereotypical... You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, you could wonder. You know what I mean? I mean, my grandma's Mexican. Mexican and Spanish. Yeah. So, this, so there's this, there is this beautiful mix that you kind of... At least for me, like, I like to acknowledge... The different parts as of me. As you should, as However, you should. However, I do. I what I identify with is I identify as a black woman. The causes of the causes of the black community are like something that are that rile me up much more than like a white issue. Even though I am part white, right, I right, am right, right. I'm part white, hundred percent. And but I'm also, you know, I, just, I think that's what bothers me. The black issue has been and is such an issue that too. It's so easy to say. You know, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of argument? <laughs> Mommy, I don't like shrimp. Oh, my child trying to force it down. I don't you know. You do like I... shrimp. I like shrimp. You like shrimp. I, I don't Luna... like it. <laughs> Luna loves shrimp. Um, a very classy eating baby. Um, I, I guess. I guess that's what it is. Like the ish, like If you're even half black and you don't recognize the super injustice in America. That baffles me. It's easy to identify other because it's it's privilege. It's the truth. It's I mean not necessarily black, and I feel like black and Latin is the same. But even there's racist racist shit between us, which is retarded. But I think that's what riles me up because there is so much shit that comes with being black, and when you want to try so hard to disregard that, it's like. Like, we need as much people as we can get to represent and to have pride. Well, we've had to prove our beauty, our excellence. We've had to Mommy. prove it. It wasn't just, Mommy. like, accepted. Right. <laughs> I don't like shrimp. Okay, baby, you don't have to eat shrimp. Okay? <laughs> cutie. You're so damn cute. <laughs> um, yeah, I think because of that whole struggle of we're still proving our beauty. We're still proving our excellence. Like, we're at a high point right now, honestly. You don't see white people, like, having causes of, like, white is beautiful you know <laughs> like you don't see like white is beautiful and like black, white girl magic like you know like if you do it's only because they like are like well if, you, if black girls can do it yeah and, my, and my, if so uh, this is another thing like growing up in the valley we're, i'm sure you know like uh, we broke up the valley in every school i've ever been to i've been like one of five black people there were two black girls in my grade me and another biracial one mm-hmm. we were be like okay together we yeah. equal one in my high school there was one other black girl one other mixed girl I mean most of my school was Filipino even my elementary school like I have two other black people I know them both still now mm-hmm. like there was none so it, it like it was a, it was a thing you know what I mean like I don't know so growing up in the valley 
shit, I forgot I was going to say again. Oh, I just think we're more sensitive. We might be more hypersensitive to it. Well, no, I don't, actually, that's not true. I wouldn't say we're more hypersensitive to it. I think maybe we're almost late to the party, and that's why... I mean, I'm sure you probably were, like, aware of the differences in the way you were treated, but, like, I feel like... I remember the first... Your, your feelings were probably like, oh, that's... Don't... That wasn't it. Like, that wasn't racist. She didn't mean it. No, I knew. I was, like, five. And I remember, like, going to my friend... This guy's house... Did I talk about this? I had, like, a Middle Eastern boyfriend in kindergarten. <laughs> Don't ask me why I was allowed to go to his house, but we did. I had a play date, and his older brother's had a friend who was white and I don't know what he said it was very vague but it was something to the effect like why does he have that black girl over here <laughs> why'd your brother have that black friend or something it was something like that and I remember like <gasps> like I, I remember just sitting in the living room for the rest of the time and coloring by myself because I felt so weird about it and then I remember again in fifth grade I don't know why we're flashing in fifth grade but like they're trying to make us flash flat as a board and I remember thinking like flash like flash the boys like the oh. boys are trying to make us flash them uh-huh. and I remember thinking like oh my boobs are gonna be brown like I'm gonna have black I don't know <laughs> these thoughts but like that I makes sense so I, you probably saw your friend's breasts and were like mine don't look like that yeah yeah it was, it was just like you were thing. the minority yes. in the group yes and, like yeah. physically and just technically and maybe that and like that root that one kindergarten experience like somewhere was rooted but I remember I remembered that you know like oddly enough but yeah the, there's a lot of it's it's an interesting topic because you could feel so many different ways and identify and I, I'm about I you know like representing your your culture 100% but as a black woman I just I think it's such a cop out to, if you only have seventy two characters to think it's that important to add Native American and like super shit like that. No, yeah, no. Because sure. we're all Native American. We're all white. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, this girl also was like from like a like the whitest of the white town. Like exactly what I said. Like didn't identify as a black person because her parents didn't. Her mixed mom didn't identify as a black woman because they lived in like. Connecticut and like Martha's Vineyard. Oh my god, I knew a mixed Martha's girl Vineyard. from Connecticut and I, I didn't really know her. I went out with her once with some guys and the shit she said the whole dinner, I was appalled by her whiteness. <laughs> I was appalled. I was like, I just want you guys to know, I don't know this bitch. <laughs> they were not black, but I was like, oh my god. And her her dad was in her life who was black, but apparently he was like, she's like, yeah, they, they call my dad like Uncle Tom. I'm like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> because bitch, you're in embarrassing the shit out of me it was so embarrassing like she really thought she was well that just shows you that where you're from plays such a huge factor because this girl that i know is from like martha's vineyard it's an island full of like rich like beach white people that like don't have to interact with anybody else except who's on that island it becomes literally like yeah like survive not survivor but you're like you're on that small island no one ever like alienated you because you are on that small island you're in denial that's she's really light-skinned she probably could maybe she was like a little different she was not going to get the same ridicule as like a dark-skinned little black girl living on martha's vineyard versus a light-skinned like i'm sure she did but it's just different I should be more open and, like, not, like, immediately judge people who are certain ways because they're, because it's true, it's environment and who knows how much I can impact you and teach you, but, like, there's certain, I have friends who, like, always say, like, 
colorist things like oh because you light skin oh my my brown this brown that shit pisses me off it pisses me off I get that shit all the time from like my even my one of my best friends he used to be like what's up light skin I'd be like stop, stop. Hey, are you acting light skin yeah like, what like, what does that mean? fuck does that even mean or like I'm bougie automatically because I'm light skin I am bougie fuck you and you know it's just like and but that has nothing to do with whether I'm light or not yeah, you know or or, or oh she was uh, it was like a, a dark skin girl but she was or she was pretty let me kill her. Okay, one second. I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I've even been asked, you're so pretty. What are you mixed with? Mm-hmm. Like, black and black? Mm. <laughs> Fucking retarded. No, it's true. Like, that's, that's not a that's not a compliment. It, it's so funny, <laughs> the things people say. Like, what? It's insane. <sighs> anyway... I highly recommend our listeners to go check out The Racial Divide. You can see for yourself and see what kind of, you know, conclusion you come you come out with from that because I felt all types of different ways watching it. I paused it about a hundred times and rewound it. Just, what? Huh? Did she just say? We even looked up, like, some of the top um, excerpts from her book, which just came out and apparently sold 596 copies. <laughs> um, but it's, it's deep. Yeah, there's, yeah... Oh my god! I wish we had. Didn't we say? Didn't we bookmark yeah, we one? Did. Wait, we need a bookmark. We need to say at least one. Before but you, we you end. know, I don't know how to oh, find Jesus. a bookmark. <laughs> but I would say definitely check it out because it's just. And also check out that um, confusing ass Kanye Charlemagne um, interview. You know, it's even more ironic because we talked about this. Uh, Charlemagne interviewing Kanye, and Charlemagne has like clearly lightened his skin, twenty seven shades. <laughs> So we're like, it's like a, he's this self-hating interviewer, like, interviewing this obviously confused guy. It's, it's pretty ironic. Did you find it? Yeah. Oh, she pretended to be black by covering herself in mud when she was a kid. <laughs> Keep going. I'd stir the water from the hose into the earth and make thin, soupy mud, which I would then rub on my hands, arms, feet, and legs, Dolajal wrote. I would pretend to be a dark-skinned princess in the Sahara Desert, or one of the Bantu women living in the Congo. Imagining I was a different person living in a different place was one of the few ways that I could escape the oppressive environment I was raised in. And they also made her wear, like, Amish clothes, she says. She, she be... picked the brown crayon to color herself. I remember that in the documentary. She never picked the peach. I usually... Peach simply didn't resonate with me. Does Dolajal... Dolajal... Dolajal claims. Feeling that I was somehow different from my family. Rachel Dolajal loves the story of Miss Jane Pittman, a fictional black woman. Oh, man. It's just... There's just... I mean, maybe she has a bit of some black soul in her. Who knows how soul works? Who knows what piece of black soul she got? She became a woke soul sister. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite quote. What was it? (laughs) During her time as a professor at North Idaho College and Eastern Washington University, Dolajal felt at peace with her racial identity. I was a I was a black is beautiful black liberation movement, fully conscious, woke soul sister. That comment... We can just end on that comment right there. Because she was a black is beautiful, black liberation movement, woke soul sister. That's like a self-quote. That's intense. I wouldn't even, I I don't know. Black is beautiful. 
She said, just as a transgender person might be born male but identify as female, I wasn't pretending to be something I wasn't, but expressing something I already was. I wasn't passing as black. I was black, and there was no going back. But you sued Howard as a white woman. Got it. Okay, well, both Kanye and Rachel are both very confused about many things in reality. And maybe tonight when we smoke the rest of this blunt, we could go off to fairy tale land too. I'm going to smoke the rest of this blunt and act like none of this happened. <laughs> I'm going to be a white woman tomorrow. And act like... Because like, I got shit to get done. I'm, <laughs> I am a rich Caucasian woman. In the, and I'm in the, in the words of Joan the Scammer. <laughs> Joanne the Scammer. I'm a Caucasian woman. Get out of my way. Get out of my Caucasian home. <laughs> Anyway, guys, well, thanks for tuning in. You know, this is um, a hot topic, so if you guys have any opinions or if you guys have seen this documentary, let us know in our comments. Um, we want to know what you guys think because, you know, we're open. <laughs> we need we need some some input. We need some input. I think the bitch is crazy, but, you But know. then do you think transgender people are crazy? Oh, my God, please. Don't you make the transgender community come for me? I'm not. I'm just kidding. I was just trying to, like, get it. I was trying to get juicy, but just kidding. Okay. I didn't say that. Anyway, um, we'll tune in next time. We have some juicy stuff coming. And, uh... Happy hump day. I throw these Maybach keys, I wear my heart on the sleeve I know if we the new slaves, I see the blood on the leaves I see the blood on the leaves, I see the blood on the leaves I know that we the new slaves, I see the blood on the leaves They throwin' hate at me, want me to stay at ease Fuck you and your corporation, y'all niggas can't control me I know that we the new slave, I know that we the new slave I'm bout to wild the fuck out, I'm going Bobby Boucher I know that pussy ain't free, you niggas pussy ain't me Y'all throwin' contracts me. You know that niggas can't read. Don't want some Maybach keys. Fucking say like B. I know that we the new state. Y'all niggas can't fuck with me. Y'all niggas can't fuck with yay. Y'all niggas can't fuck with yay. I move my family out the country so you can't see where I stay. So go and grab the reporters so I can smash their recorder. Say that confuses with some bullshit like the New World Order. Meanwhile, the DEA teamed up with the CCA. They try and lock niggas up. They try and make new state. See, that's that probably on prison. Get your peace today, they probably all in the Hamptons, bragging about they made, fuck you and your Hampton house, I fuck your Hampton spouse, came on a Hampton blouse, and in a Hampton mouth, y'all about to turn shit up, I'm about to tear shit down, I'm about to air shit out, now what the fuck they gonna say now?